Hello and thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Bite Size Cybercrime, the podcast where we discuss cybercrimes and cybersecurity news. This week in the cybersecurity community, talk of a new top-level domain made publicly available by Google has caused quite the stir. Some say it will cause a huge new wave of phishing, some say it isn't going to cause significantly more problems than would already exist, but I'll explain everything and let you form your own opinion. First, we need to start with what is a top-level domain. A TLD, or top-level domain, is the final section of a domain name at the end of a website. You've seen a lot of them. .com, .org, .net, .edu for schools, .gov for government websites, even country codes like .ca, .mx, .au. However, there's actually a lot more top-level domains that are significantly less common, and they are becoming more common. Google recently introduced eight new top-level domains that can be purchased to host websites or email addresses. The domains are .esq, seemingly intended for attorneys, .phd for PhDs, .dad, I guess for dads, dad joke websites, .prof for professors, .nexus, and .foo, which I don't really know what those are for, maybe the Foo Fighters. And, of course, the two most controversial ones, .mov and .zip, or .mov and .zip. Now you may be thinking, wait a minute, aren't .mov and .zip file types? And you would be correct, they are file types. .zip and .mov are common file types. .zip for compressing files, or grouping a bunch of files together and compressing those, and .mov for videos. So, what exactly are the implications of file types now also being top-level domains on websites? Well, oftentimes people send instructions or sometimes files via messaging platforms. For example, if I'm sending some family photos to my mom, I may tell her to extract the files from familyphotos.zip. However, that file is highlighted in the text, and she might now click on it which would take her to familyphotos.zip, but not the zip file with our family photos, the website. Let's say, unbeknownst to me, a hacker purchased that domain, and when she clicks on it, it takes her to a fake download page that installs malware on her device. You can probably see where the issue comes in. There may be phishing campaigns that involve hijacking domains for common zip or mov files that will redirect people to malicious websites. This will especially affect instant messaging apps and certain emails that automatically hyperlink websites. This could also potentially create some confusion for internet corporate websites. Let's say a hacker registers a domain called documentbackups.zip or businesssummary.zip. Corporate websites may accidentally create a hyperlink to that domain when they're trying to link some files, and of course, if it's owned by a hacker, it could lead to malware installation on machines if access controls are not yet in place to block these domains. Of course, due to it being a corporate setting, credential stealing could also be a serious risk. It may lead users to a website where it asks them to authenticate with Microsoft. The credential stealing example could, you know, also apply to my mother. It may ask her to sign into a fake Google Drive or Microsoft page in order to access those files. I know some of these attacks I'm describing probably sound a little bit out there, but this isn't just theoretical. Silent Push Labs has already discovered a Microsoft Office.zip phishing domain that redirects to a legitimate-looking sign-in page, but really this will of course give your credentials to those hackers. 
Credential stealing and malware are both things I've mentioned that are possible, and although both are very possible and will happen, I do think the bigger concern is malware specifically, and that's because of the nature of a zip file. Zip files are pretty well-known file types on the internet as a method of compressing larger files, such as software downloads. Heck, my grandma knows what a zip file is because she uses it to download sewing patterns. A slightly different method of using zip domains maliciously will make the zip URLs look like legitimate file downloads by using the at symbol. One common example that has been spread around is the legitimate file github.com slash kubernetes slash kubernetes slash archive slash refs slash tags v1.27.1.zip. This will download a legitimate version of kubernetes 1.27.1. However, what if that domain is github.com slash kubernetes slash kubernetes slash archive slash refs slash tags at v1.27.1.zip? That looks a lot like the same file name, but it's not the file. Instead, it actually takes you to a website called v1.27.1.zip instead of the legitimate file, and that can be used to download malware onto your device under the impression that this is a legitimate version of Kubernetes. This works because everything before the at sign is considered user information, like login credentials and everything after is the domain. This is a pretty old way websites used to work and really shouldn't and isn't used for legitimate purposes anymore. This problem is not exclusive to .zip domains, but due to the nature of downloading .zip files, it can very much be exploited there. There's been very mixed opinions on the new zip and move domains specifically. Some security experts say it adds unnecessary risk and confusion, with little benefits besides some people having slightly cooler website names. Others have said this really isn't that different from the phishing that already exists and doesn't add a substantial amount of new risk. Troy Hunt of HaveIBeenPwned.com pointed out that humans are bad at reading URLs anyways and often can't tell the difference between real and fake ones, and that zip TLDs will contribute to this problem, but not considerably. I do agree bad URLs are hard to spot, but I think being named after a common file type can cause confusion in a way that other URLs really can't and haven't before. Other experts have also pointed out that TLDs being the same as file extensions isn't new. For example, PL is the TLD for Poland, but is also the file extension for Perl. And how.com used to be a more common file extension for command executable files. This is true, I won't deny that, but I still don't think it's even comparable. How many non-technical users even know what Perl is to begin with, and also frequently visit Polish websites. Perl files are not nearly as ubiquitous as zip files. That is what makes zip domains more dangerous than Polish domains. As for com files, those really aren't seen at all these days, as they have a max size of a whole 64 kilobytes and are really only used in MS-DOS. Chloe, what is MS-DOS? It's an operating system for Microsoft that had its final release in the year 2000. It's still kind of used today, but for very niche purposes, so you'll pretty much never see a com file. 
I would also like to note that when com files existed, there was very much confusion between the com domain and the com file, and that created major issues with malware and phishing. Although back then the internet was also much smaller. I personally lean more to the side of the risks don't necessarily outweigh the benefits of allowing everyone and their mother to purchase and create confusing websites that appear to be files. I certainly don't think it's the end of the world, and with careful inspection, these URLs can be avoided. But like with most security issues, it will not be the tech-savvy people getting caught. It will be the grandmas. People familiar with zip and mo files because they casually browse the internet and download zip files or videos, but are not very familiar with web security. Only time will tell what kind of new attacks come from these TLDs, and we can only hope that Google makes a valiant effort to crack down on new malicious domains that spring up. So, what do you think about zip and move TLDs, or any of the other ones mentioned? Are you gonna buy a .dad website? Is this a major security risk waiting to happen, or is it just kind of standard stuff that already exists and not substantially adding a lot of risk? Thank you to Bleeping Computer, Medium, TechRadar, MSN, and ARS Technica for information and very varying opinions on zip top-level domains. It was really interesting to read about the potential they have, as well as really how big a deal this will end up. As I said earlier, only time will tell us. And finally, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Bite Size Cybercrime, and until next time, stay secure.